When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. It's impossible to ignore the throbbing pain of wisdom teeth. So fix it before it's too late. The team at Dental Lounge are wisdom teeth experts. And with everything handled in-house, they can quickly get you back to living without pain. Dental Lounge can even organise comfortable payment options for you. Pay nothing up front or select 12 months interest-free. To find out if you're eligible, just tap the banner. G'day everybody, welcome to episode 19 of the Carlton Show. Lovely to have you with us on a uh, an indifferent week, let's be honest. Um, not 100% unpredictable, but a week that uh, just uh, just brings us back to maybe where we're really, truly at in 2017. Hello, Paul Barbaza. G'day, Andy. Gex. Andy, Gex, Baz. Man. How, How you going? Traveling? I'm well, I'm well. Uh, before we get stuck into uh, all the very bits and pieces of our naming uh, episode number 19, of course, we are brought to you by uh, our naming rights sponsor, Black Velvet Coffee. Uh, hopefully, everybody out there has purchased, uh, used the Carlton Show code to purchase their Black Velvet Coffee, Melbourne-based, family-owned coffee roasting company, wholesale cafe, coffee to cafes, restaurants, and offices. They've got two espresso bars uh, serving their award-winning coffee and online store for those who can't make it in person. I found out where the shops are. Well, good. A lot of people, I didn't know where the shops are. You didn't know where they, where, where they are. I know, they're in the city. 136 Exhibition Street. That's their flagship store. And there's the Black Velvet Gal- Galleria, 342 Little Collins Street, near Elizabeth Street. Also go online, of course, at blackvelvetcoffee.com.au. Their mission, to create an indulgent coffee experience. Use the code Carlton Show when online. Mention the Carlton Show in store for 10% off all retail bags of coffee. And Darren and Jackie... I've got a special this week through the website or uh, at contact at blackvelvetcoffee.com.au to arrange an order for coffee for your office. Coffee can be delivered in whole beans or ground specifically for your office coffee machine and delivery in the Melbourne metropolitan area is free. Carlton Show listeners will receive one kilogram of coffee as a gift with every order of five kilograms for their first coffee order. How good's that? That's magnificent. I spoke to Darren today, actually. Did you tell him, can you tell him next time you speak to him just to give us a slightly shorter script? Well, he's trying hard to lift his sails. And, and, and one thing that I'm not sure if people know out there, Darren is a mad, mad Carlton supporter member mm. and his sons. I'm not quite sure. Have we ever mentioned that? I don't think we have, no. Well, there you go. There you go, Carlton supporters out there. It's, uh, it's in the family. It's in the family. So, no, he said... Uh, they got some good sales during the week from Carlton Show listeners and people. Yeah, no, he said it was okay. And, okay. Uh, oh well, just okay. Well, 
You can always do a lot better, Andy. I mean, come on. I mean, we've got 23,000 followers at the moment. So let's be honest. We've got to get a good portion of them getting this coffee into their uh, into their guts. Blackvelvetcoffee.com.au is the place to go. Carlton shows the code 10% discount off. So that is where to go. And we love having them on board. Number 19, boys, before we get into the bits and pieces. Oh, from I wanted the to have a crack at both of yours. For oh, starters. What, what about? No, I've got a... I've got Neville Nash on Twitter, right, driving me crazy about you, Gecko, oh. at the moment for the last three weeks because you have not divulged that uh, Serge Silvani story. Oh. He's driving me crazy about it. I need you to put your balls on the table. I'll tack it on when we're doing a shortened show because we've been extending yeah, things point. too long and I don't, I don't want to send people to sleep. That's a good point. Okay. I, I will. I, at some stage, it's a long season. I'll pick my moment and I'll jump in there when we've got the right time. Well, who's uh, Neville Nash? Is a Twitter follower a f- of the I Carlton Show. T- former umpire. No, and you, ah, you, last week, last week, you said you were going to elaborate on Josh Kelly and you didn't. Oh, I forgot about and, that. Yes. And I asked you if uh, the, the team or the club was uh, attractive and you said very, 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 about 10 times and people want you to elaborate on why are we attractive all of a sudden. So you put your <laughs> agates on the, on the table. <laughs> Well, the Josh Kelly story. Look, this is just there's that much there's that much rubbish going around out there at the moment, and, and what will be will be, and it will all real, it's, reveal itself uh, as such. But this is what I did get told, right? So I'm not going to mention any clubs. So don't um, ask me. But uh, there was a I, I know a bloke who lives with a former player, right? Of one of the clubs. Oh, I'm sort of giving it away here, but one of the clubs that Josh Kelly is tipped widely to go to, right? If he's going to leave the Giants, and that player, ex-player of that club, had a mate of his over a couple of weeks ago for dinner. Current player at that club, high-ranking current player at that club. So they got they got chatting, and my mate said, uh, "Josh Kelly, what's going on?" And this player of one of the clubs that is widely tipped to be a destination club for Josh Kelly said, "Nah, mate, no, 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 we're no hope. Everybody around our joint knows that Carlton's past the post." Hmm. So there you go. You can, nice. f- f- for what it's worth. For what it's worth. Okay, well, that'll settle. So that's that. Yeah. That's that story. And why are we attractive? Well, be- well, why wouldn't we be? Got a good young list, got a good coaching staff. You know, we've got 23,000 people downloading the podcast, the Unofficial Club podcast. I mean, <laughs> what player wouldn't want to come to Carlton and be part of that? Okay. You, don't, hey? you don't want to divulge too much. No, that's the right. phones are ringing, mate. That's the all. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. The, the phones, phones are ringing. ringing. All right. Managers are ringing. That's good. That's all I've got to say. Sweet. 19. Uh, number 19. Go yeah, oh, I've got. Uh, it's a great number. Yeah, it is. Last week yeah, it was. Not fancy. Oh, last week it was nothing. Pfft. Don't say that. That's highly no, disrespectful mean, of all the players that have worn number eighteen into battle for. Juxtaposing the eighteen no, and the nineteen. Nineteen's better. Nineteen's uh, really good. Nineteen's eh? better. Uh, we'll st- oh, I'm going to start off with Johnny O'Connell. Hundred games for the club. Uh, sadly, Gex, you told me just previously yeah, that look, he passed away at 38 years of age. Career spans 70 to 76. Premiership player in 72, but. Died at the young age of thirty-eight years old. I was unaware of, and that is truly tragic. Because mm. he, back he was, pocket. He was a, considered one of the great players. I'll tell you a story about John O'Connell. He's a back pocket, wasn't he? No, my word, he was. Yeah. John O'Connell and Bruce Dool were best mates, ah, right? So yes, when Car- when Carlton yeah, used to get on the sauce mm. and have the quiet drinks after a victory, uh, we had a lot of extroverts who were up, you know, in the front line doing all the lardy daring. And over in any in a corner at any given particular point in time would be John O'Connell and Bruce Dool. And the only words that ever got spoken between the two of them 
your shout. <laughs> I love it's it. beautiful. Isn't that I a great story? It. I love That's it. just a great story. I love that. So he's yeah. in the mix. Oh, he's in the mix. Um, Michael Young, uh, I think only played 37 games of footy. Mm. Nearly won a Norm Smith. Yeah, well, it was that in 79. Yeah, bloody oath. Well, Harmsy was the one there. But, yeah, no, he played a great game in 79. Um, he's on one wing, Peter Francis on the other. Yeah, Correct. Word. Yeah, spot on, yep. Uh, Brad Pierce, uh, Ford. Stood next to Kernahan and, and, and the likes of Earl Spaulding, uh, 95 grand final. Candle that burned twice as bright, but only as half as long. Mm. Yeah, I know Gex wants to mention Ian Collins. Uh, he's got to be mentioned, Colo. Like, no, he's he got to be mentioned. I know he's, he has to be mentioned. He, there's he, a bit of about no. that, but we've got to mention him. <laughs> it, it, it's one of those, like, as a footballer, he was truly respected as no, one yeah. of the hard men of the game yep. and, and earned everything that he achieved in the in football. He missed out. He won the flag in 68 after a, a drought. Oh, he missed, miss out, research. missed out in 1970 with an Achilles in the, in the famous one. And then post-football career, I guess he uh, probably isn't considered as highly by Carlton <laughs> people for some of the things he was involved with mm. over the years. But... Uh, mm. Oh, well, hats off to him as a as special. No, no, we're talking about players. So great contributor. He's been yeah, a great no, contributor. He made a couple. He was involved uh, in a couple of things but, we wish he hadn't been involved in. But, but the one know. that's firmly in my heart, and you'd probably be a little bit bemused as to why, but uh, Eddie Betts, 184 games oh, no in the 19, uh, holds the record. Um, no problem. Even that he's gone to Adelaide, uh, I don't think. I think we've played him a couple of times, obviously, since he's been there. I can't quite remember. I don't think anyone's booed this fella. So, no. Um, he, he obviously he tells a story that he was on the couch when he made his decision to leave Carlton. He uh, bawled his eyes out on the couch. And uh, to you, Eddie, we salute you. And I think uh, certainly a fantastic player in the Carlton jumper in the 19. Here, here. Well said, Bagsy. I don't think any Carlton supporter, we'd love him to still be running around in the navy blue. But um, Thanks, Mick. Well, there you go. You know, um, hopefully the dog days are over. We don't be making any of those sorts of uh, poor decisions in the future. Mm. Uh, righto, let's get stuck in. Uh, Tiger's got us again. Um, I don't know what you box. I never felt like we were, I never felt really like, other than the sort of up, up until about the 10-minute mark of the second quarter, when the scoreboard was still, you know, reasonably friendly, I never felt like we were really kind of a, a, a legitimate, real winning chance in the game. I just felt like the game was playing itself in front, front, in front of me with this kind of inevitability about it, and we stuck at it and we hung in there and we hung around against the kind of statistical odds. But I never really felt like we were going to get over the line. Did either of you two share yeah. that sort of feeling? Uh, look, we needed a lot of luck to get over the line. I think we um, tried ever so hard in that third quarter and, and a good portion of the last. Um, but unfortunately, nothing was working at all. Um, our best term, I think, was the third term. Um, and it wasn't even statistically on the scoreboard. We, we outscored them by a point, 2-4 to 2-3. Yeah. But it, but in effect, it was actually Richmond's worst quarter on the scoreboard. So I felt that the third quarter, and I watched it again today just to, cause, just to lift my spirits a little bit because I was a little bit down. I've got to say I was very down. But the third quarter, miss, this is missed, missed opportunities entering our 50 from Simo, Murph, 
Gibbs twice, Thomas, Doherty, Graham. Missed yeah, targets yeah. inside 50, yeah, right? They did it all day. All day. Yep. Uh, then around the ground, missed targets by Jones, Simo, Murph, Cripps, Wiedering, Thomas, all by foot. Missed tackles. Missed marks. This is all in the third quarter. This is the quarter that I considered one of our best quarters Uh because I felt that we nullified their their entries into the 50 and we kept them to their lowest score for the match in that quarter. Mm. So I believe our best quarter was still a quarter that we completely horribly got wrong. But had we have got some of these things right, we could have kicked six or seven goals in that quarter. In that quarter. Yeah. Right? Mm. The second quarter, Richmond completely killed us. Two goals, 2-7 two, to a point. Mm. Could have been anything. Mm. Game could have been over at halftime. First quarter, we jump out 4-1 to 3-3. It was, oh, they had 19 uh, inside 50s to our stuff all. Um, and in the last quarter, up until the last six minutes, uh, I think it was only about 17 points of yeah, difference. Yeah, it was sort of Wright was yep, having yep, a shot at yep, goal. Yep. Could have made it 11. Then anything could have happened in the last six minutes. As it turns out, in the last six minutes, we let them have five shots at goal in the last six minutes. They kicked one goal, four. In the last um, six minutes, so they eventually win by twenty six points. It's it's a funny one. I think people, if you really need to appreciate this game, you probably have to go back and watch it uh, again to really appreciate that we weren't we weren't clean, we weren't good, we weren't at our best, but we actually could have pinched it in some strange way. Just want to wind the clock back a bit from last week. We've we've knocked off Gold Coast two in a row, and we've come in here that night full of beans and pumped up and really positive, energetic. We're in really good nick two in a row, and I'm thinking, oh Richmond, you know this is going to be a ripper, you know old foes. Yep. Everyone's predicting I seventy agree. eighty thousand at the G, and and I was really looking forward to a big build up and mm-hmm. everything, and then the week started deteriorating by the day. Because for whatever reason, we found we found found out at selection, Cunningham and Fisher are out. Mm. Willow's hurt his back, so there's three pretty um, dynamic sort of players. Definitely. They can they can go inside outside. They've got a bit mm. of run about them, and I'm thinking, oh God, they're, they're three guys I really don't want out of the team. Uh, who's going to replace them? I mean, I'm to- we're, we're tossing up. Oh, Willow for a start. Who's going to who's yeah, going to replace? We yeah. thought going by team selection in previous weeks, you'd think like for like. That's what we thought. Yeah, yeah. No Sheehan, no, no Buckley. No. So I'm thinking, not even a white. That maybe mm. doesn't spell very good news for those two guys. I don't think, given that they <laughs> didn't come in off the bat of Willow. Uh, yep, that's because maybe a fair that's call. what they're thinking. I don't know, but it's a fair call. And then you see who did come in. And, uh, you know, Smets, I don't have an issue with Smets, but they played him in Willow's role. And I just thought that I don't see that. He's not a defender. Doesn't even do that. I he's haven't not seen, a defender, I haven't mate. even seen him do it in the... Uh, did he ever do it at Geelong? No, he's no. a, he's well, a, he's a, he's a midfield it. rotation player. That's well, I haven't even seen him do it in the reserves. It's not a knock on Smets. No, no, no. This is a knock on selection. Well, we've been on their backs all year that they've made you know, really good selections yeah, every absolutely. week. Yeah. And this is a so point I, where... I thought that was a mistake. Yeah. And then we've got Pickett coming in and who was the, who was the third poppy on the... Graham. 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 No problem with Nick Graham or Pickett, really. But 
when you look at the guys they're replacing, they, they aren't the same sort of players, really. They don't have that dynamic element to them where they can generate, uh, yeah. you know, some momentum in their football. I couldn't agree with you no. more. Oh, I couldn't agree. Exactly. So, yeah. oh, that's, and that's, that's a good – I'm glad you sort of mentioned that because that just shows you. We've got three 19-year-old uh, – yeah, the, the, uh, two of them are 19, one's 20. And all of a sudden, we're talking about them as we missed them. Yeah. yeah. How mm. great's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I've, yep. this, I've come from, you know, volume set to 11 down mm. to about seven now leading up to the match. Mm. And then I'm thinking, oh, it's a 3.20 game on a Sunday. That's a shit time for a game <laughs> of football. I'm, I'm, then I'm getting all – I'm starting to get pessimistic now all of a sudden. You know? I'm, I'm sending texts saying, I'm, I don't feel good about this, boys. It's not feeling right. Well, you're on the money. And next thing you know, Lamb's been knocked down in 10 minutes. Mm, mm, mm. Ed Kerno's off of the freaking knees, no, just about busted yeah. for the match. Weedering had And then we've got about four of them bloody again, mummy, again. mummy bandages, bloody yeah. docks running around yeah. with something around his calf and yeah. ploughman's limping. Plowman, Plowman didn't finish the game off, off the ground. He's finished on the ground, I think. Oh, didn't okay, he? He, had the, he had the tracky top. Oh, on. no, you're right. No, no, he had in the middle of the ground. He did, you're right. So yeah, yeah, halfway yeah. through the game, I, I just mm. I wanted to curl up and die. Yeah, so it's testament to the side that they I, did I, sort of battle it mate, out, but nothing was working, let's be honest. Nothing really was working. These are the working. sorts of the games that happen in the heart of winter. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's mm. these, these ones that disappear inside themselves and they don't become anything, Look, you know? Like, I, I don't want to take away from Richmond, though. I mean, certainly they are better than time. what I thought. They, they set up, they, Liz, listen, they set up really well to play against us. Yes, they did. They, they took away what we. They took away our strength, and that is to be able to set up behind the ball, have nice, calm, composed, um, set it all down. Let's get everything set up in front of us, and then we pick our way through. Mm. They didn't let any of our blokes to do it. All no. the time and space that Marchi and Plowman and Doherty and Simpson have been enjoying for a large part parts of this year. No, they're under the pump in this oh, match. Mate, they're yeah. under the pump all day. They, they, they pump, maintain you know? their shape up forward. They didn't allow us to get to drop back, back, back. I agree with that. The, and, but, but to yeah. our just just yeah, on that, yeah. to, the one thing about to our credit, I th- I still think we defended really well. We did. I think we defended really well. It's a very different looking forward line that Richmond throw at us, and they um, they attacked us with a method, and I think they stuck at it really well, and the whole revolt. You know, multiple options for Riot when he's down on the last line, when he's up the ground. That that didn't work in the end of the day. I reckon we got a bit confused. There were times when um, when Smets is trailing Revolt, Revolt on the lead, and times when Jones was sort of thinking, "Well, do I have I got him here?" And I, I think we got a bit confused. But somehow, um, and some of it had something to do with Richmond's inability to kick straight. But I still think we made it hard for them. It was still hard yakka for Richmond to get over the line. I mean. We were still in the game with five minutes on the mm. clock. Somehow, somehow, and I think that underlines just how competitive, from a coaching and setup perspective, we are. Even though I reckon on the day Richmond, you probably got the nod in that regard. They probably set it up, set up better than we did against us than we did against them on the day. Uh, yeah, I, I think they they did their homework very well, Richmond. They were not prepared to put the long ball in high Spot into on. their forward line. They, were, they didn't do that pretty much all day. They probably did a few uh, when they had a man on. Mm. Because they know that Carlton's very good. They've, 
Carlton's got very good intercept markers, you know, Plowman, Marchbank, Weering, Jones now, um, Doherty. Doherty, yep. So I think they nullified that a little bit by when they got to about 70 out, they lowered their eyes and just hit up those blokes inside 50 time and time mm. again. I, I was going absolutely berserk. Uh, I just could not believe that they hit so many targets just inside 50. And most of this was from transition from mm. defence oh, into the forward that's line. They, killed they just killed us. Like our blokes, and I'm not talking about our six defenders here. No, no. I'm talking about our wingers, our high half forwards, our midfielders, rucks, all of those players there who they must have been able to understand that they had to, someone, two or three of them had to get in that hole, right? Like scarecrows, at least guard space. So they had to either go long over the top of them or wide on the flanks, on the wings, uh, on the half-forward flanks pockets. They had a lot of shots in the V. Thankfully, they missed most of them. They, mm. they, kicked, they kicked 4-11 from set shots. Now, there's an area that I think Bolton will be pretty uh, disappointed in because as a defensive group, we didn't stick to our structures all the way down the ground. Mm. And mm. I understand what you're saying. We didn't fall back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think that's an area that they got us in. They had 24 marks inside 50. Yeah. 24. Yeah. Like, and they had 24 tackles inside 50. Not a lot changed from uh, game one to game um, uh, or 14 uh, against them this year. I'd, they, they sort of got us pretty convincingly, I think, in both games. So we've got some work to do against them mm. when we play them again next time. It, did it feel like it, having said all of that, and I know mm. that we are a team, and you sort of touch on this with the three blokes that went out, and while none of them are quite at that um, game-changer stage of their career yet, and they're, you know, they're a long way away from being that. Well, excuse me. We are a team that is definitely the sum of our parts. We, we understand that. We're very much 18 in, everyone help out, everyone do their bit, and together, you know, we're going to make it difficult for um, opposition teams. But I wrote down, it, it, about halfway through the second quarter, this had the feeling of a game that needed someone or one or two guys just to do something. Do something to break the mould and break oh, the next. I think we got one. Well, we got one. He's, he's, he's you're talking about number nine. Oh, absolutely, oh, his third quarter was no, huge. He's, he's he did it alone. He was on his own, yeah, he was. On he his was own, I've got something to say about him later well, on too. I've got a couple of stats to point out, and the rest of them should hang their heads in shame, to be honest. Um, but him and aside, we just didn't have anyone who could no. change the momentum no, of the no, game. No, we, and, uh, well, look, you're right, Andy, and I guess that's why you know, I'm not. You know, I'm asking a lot from from kids, right? But you know, Petrescu, Seaton, and Pickett have got the the X factor. And I felt both of them were really, really down on the day. Mm, I couldn't really get hands down. on the ball. They've mate. got the little X factors that were kind of hoping that would they'd pop in here and pop in there. Um, Gibbs was brilliant again, yeah. but he it was more workman like than brilliant like. Uh, Murph, I thought was down. Yeah, I actually he thought Murph was down. Game. I yep. didn't think he had a good game at all, but. At twenty-eight pressure acts. Yeah, yeah, I know. I Set, see that, but I, I mean, I think you've got to. Oh, I think you've got to acknowledge that. Yeah, I, I, I know what you do. mean. We we wanted to hit the scoreboard. We wanted to be setting up score. We wanted to be doing all the career. And we, the, he's the guy that I'm talking about. Yeah. We needed Murphy yeah, yeah. to be doing mm. real game-changing things. Mm. He clearly had the other side of his game ticking along okay because the numbers don't lie. Mm. Well, maybe they do. I don't know, but I, I do take note because if we want to be defined oh. by pressure. 
We have to take notice of those numbers, whether you like them yeah. or not. Yeah, fair but enough. But you want a bit more of the other stuff. We needed more of the other stuff. Yeah, from the brilliance of him. Yep. And, and yep. I don't think he got a lot of clear ball. I think he made some poor decisions at times. Fumbled a lot. Fumbled heaps. But didn't we all? Yeah, yeah, yeah there was quite fumbled. a you can't expect, fumbled. You don't expect your senior players no, to fumble. No, yeah, no, he did fumble and he got caught once or twice, uh, made some poor decisions once or twice. Like It wasn't his... Wasn't It wasn't a terrible, terrible game by any stretch. It's just that we have lofty standards for Murph. Yeah. He set his own standards. He set his own standards. So, but I, I, he missed tackles. He missed tackles. Yeah. I think a lot of us missed tackles yeah, on the day. Well. I think we only had 48 tackles for the match. Yeah, it was bruise-free. For and, and we either, they only had 62, mm. which is both of them are both – Teams were it, below It felt par. like a Docklands game to some extent, the way the ball was going up and down the ground. Mm. And it shouldn't have been at the MCG on a day like that. Yeah. Now, we needed to put a lot more pressure on them. That only, that only came in the third quarter and part of the last. We certainly didn't come out with the intensity and, the, and that ferocity that I've seen us do. And I think Richmond's a side that if you do do that against them, they're the ones who are going to miss tackles. They're mm. the ones who are going to you know, uh, fumble the ball. They're the ones who are going to start missing marks. They're the ones that start going to look over their shoulder. So I didn't think... I think there's some really disappointing aspects of this game that they'll look look at parts of this game and think, yeah, no, we did a lot of things wrong. Oh, I've got no doubt about that. I reckon there were moments in the game when uh, had we been able to... Um just be a bit bolder with our ball use, and I, I heard I, I listened to Brendan Bolton after the game, and and he did put that on the agenda. He, he does say that I want it. We need to change, you know, in the rest of this year, we need to do something about the way we move the footy, and I understand why we're doing why we're playing the way we played up until this point in time because you know we're establishing a defensive mindset. And we want to be hard to play against. And we want to be hard to break down. But there are two things I've written down that I think we've got two big challenges for the rest of the season. One is to see a way if we can find, see if we can find a way of moving the ball more aggressively and with more purpose. And in the third quarter, there are a couple of signs that we did do that. We created scoring opportunities for ourselves. We didn't kick the goals, but Bokers kicked that one oh, from the a back mad pocket. Risk. That it's was a, a mad risk, crazy kick. Yep. But Wright ends up having a shot yep. for yep. goal. Yeah. Um, and a couple of minutes later. There was that little moment where the two you're talking about, Petreski Seaton got one out of a little skirmish at half back, found some space like he can over the top to Pickett, mm. who then burst inside mm. forward Took 50. Took the players on. Exactly. And he had the bounce and got it to Gibbs, and Gibbs missed the shot after a little bit of a sort of broken play mm. across half forward. But it's the, it, the reason I bring those two points up in relation to finding that, I reckon it's there. I reckon we've got players mm. who actually want to play that sort of footy, it's going to take the coaches to release the shackles a little bit and and be ready to be scored against. The one thing I'll say about that is trust your backline boys. We don't need to have, I'm going to back us being one-on-one with this back five or six. I, I don't reckon we need to always have, in the second half of the year, the extra back. If we want to see what this group's capable of doing, then push that extra into the mid. Play a different type of player in the side. With all due respect to some of the guys that played on the weekend, they're a bit they're they're pl- they're a bit plottish. They kind of plot a little bit. They're nice. Mm. They're nice enough in the in the chain, but they're not going to break a line. They're not going to hit the 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 kind of crazy forty five. They're not going to find that kick that and breaks I'll, the whole thing open. I'll point my finger at a guy like Weedering, who found himself in the corridor two or three times on the weekend, and his first instinct was to go backwards with the yep. handball. Yep. 
And a guy of his level of status, skills, all the draft pick number one, whatever you want to yeah. say, he, he's got to be a guy who is better than that. He's got to take on responsibility and trust his skills and go through the eye of a needle and try and do something because that's not going to make so it. Are we saying we football. kind of went a little bit in our shells in this game, a little bit? Uh, at, in parts of the game, think, we kind of went a bit in... I think, I think that method has worked mm. against teams that haven't come at us. Mm. But when, it, when, when we're playing a team who is, who is taking the initiative and has the momentum, yep. you've got to fight back with an attack, not with a defense. You have to actually go over the top of those guys and regain the momentum. You've got to work that yourself. Yeah. Oh, look, I, yeah, in part, I agree with that. I, just, I heard what the commentators are saying that we only – took the game on in the last 10 minutes. So I disagree because I reckon mm. in that third quarter... Like oh, I agree. Said, half time we did. Like yeah, I said, we came out after... Yeah. We oh, was oh, no, doubt, no, no doubt, doubt. No doubt. We've had seven shots inside 50, missed every target. Yep. And yep. that was purely because we're taking the game on. Yep. No, I agree so, with that. So just to... I, I, look, I know you two are more stat-orientated than I am, but just on that kind of ball movement thing, and I don't know how, how I feel about the metres gain stat. I don't know what it really means, but... Um, well, the coach I, likes it when, well, it, when it's. Uh, I think it's a big stat. I, I think be, it does. They, sig- they keep talking about it. It signals so. intent. I reckon it okay. signals intent. What are you doing with the footy when you've got it right? So I had a look at it. We had five players who gained under 100 meters for the match. Lockie Plowman, 21 meters. He sent the ball forward for the game. Bokehurst, 86. Wiedering, 98 meters. Smet, 69. And Petreski Seaton, 34 metres. That, that's their metres gained for the game, those five players. I looked at Richmond, and the, and the thing about the thing that s- s- smacks you in the, right between the eyes about those five. What did you say about Wiedering? 98 metres, metres gained. Is that 17 game. touches? 98 metres gained for the day, um, which plays into the narrative of Gecko, get the footy, go sideways. The thing about those five players is they're all pretty good users. Exactly. You back, those five guys back themselves with ball in hand. They can hit forty-five metre targets further. It, it almost becomes selfish in a way to it's, not it's, to not actually take the responsibility uh, to take risks. A bit of self-preservation. Bit of self-preservation, yeah, exactly. And I think, well, look, maybe Richmond was a cause of that. I don't know. Maybe they had two players. So I just I, all yeah, I did yeah. was look at. They had two players who had under hundred metres gain for the game. Two of their small forwards, Castagna and Butler, who kicked four goals between them. Mm. So there's the difference mm. right there. We've got five players. Who who are talented footballers? They've got skills. Um, who, when they got the foot in their hands on the weekend, were not of a mindset to hurt the opposition. It was make sure the opposition doesn't get the footy. Make sure we get the next one. Make sure I don't turn the ball over. But they weren't of a mindset to okay. Let's take this game. Let's really take it on. Like let's do something. It's my chance to put the bit between my teeth. And and lead here and, and do something with a footy net. Now I think that's probably a bit of what you guys are talking about, so preservational. But I reckon it's also a bit of the coaching that they want. And we're not. I'm not potting them because we've been bullish about it. But we've got another. I don't know how many games. How many games we got left? Ten or eleven? Eleven? No. no. We're in round we fifteen next week. Is it what? It's round it's fifteen two. next week. How many have we played? What are we? Uh, six and five and five seven. And whatever it is. Yeah. So we have yeah. ten games to go. No, it was round 14 on the weekend. How many games have we played? Oh, five and eight. Because of the binary. So we've got nine to go. We've got nine to go. It's four, we're five and eight, aren't we? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, come yeah, on. We're, we're, we're five wins. Five. We're five wins. How many losses have we had? Oh, we don't count the round losses. Thir- round f- so we're all play- f- we're five and nine. 
Oh, well, that no. not, not. We've got eight or nine games to go. We should know this. It's a disgrace. Uh, we've got eight or nine games to go. another beer, will you? Yeah, so right so that's one thing I want to find out, right, about that. Uh, look, just, just on the yeah. end of what you were saying about the, the dare and the risk and the way we played against Richmond, there are two parts to that. There is the guy with the uh, the ball in his hand. Yep. There's also the, the spreadability of right. your team. Yep. And Richmond did that. See, this is the way you train is the way you play. I think Carlton have been trained up and, and have a mindset of playing in a certain style of football, and that that spread hasn't become a natural part of our game. But Richmond from round one this year have basically locked in the fact that they are going to run and carry yeah, and true. spread. Yep. And, yep. and their spread, they must have four or five options every time a guy grabbed the ball That's true. on the weekend. Yep. Whereas us, we look up and... Oh, where, 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 and then that moment hesitation kills you every every time. So, so this is their time, though. No, let's not forget that. Like this is Richmond is in in it for the now, oh, right? So this is their they've opened their own window, and you know they they've signaled to the world with their you know the recruiting that they've done off season. That uh, <laughs> hang on, hang on, there you go. Uh, they've they've signaled to the world in their off season that um, this is a year they want to roll the dice and. Have a bit of a crack. And you're right, Gecko, about what you say. And it feeds into the second thing that I reckon, from me, is a big challenge that I reckon we should take on as a footy team uh, between now and the end of the season. And that is find a forward line, whatever that means in 2017, a forward line, but find a forward line that our footy team trusts. Find players ahead of the ball who the blokes down back who are doing their job, we know they're doing their job, they've established themselves already, find blokes ahead of the footy who they actually trust. Give them players who demand the ball, want the footy, are there to be forwards, are there to be offensive um, players. And that I think that's not a challenge that's going to be solved between now and the end of 2017. But I reckon it's one that they need to bite off a little bit now and start chewing on a bit. I reckon we've got to take a punt on putting a couple of players either into the side or guys that are already playing, put them in more dangerous positions. You know, oh, oh, that, oh, so discuss. Chuck well, that around. Lamb, Lamb hurt us. It did. Hit, it did. It did. That, yep, that, yep. that hurt the shape of our side to a lot of, you know, to a great degree. It made right and sauce have to do far more work than they probably would have had to have done. Especially Soss, he had to work up the ground a lot. Yeah, that's that's a big problem, is that our forwards are working up the ground so much that, Richmond, we, that we don't hold our structure down forward. Richmond and had then, two or three staying home all day. All day, all exactly. Day. We, we did to them what, what sides have been doing to us. How many aimless balls do we just kick forward to Asprey or Rance? And, you know, they just, just had that eight kicking now. Around. Yeah, that was really football. dumb, by the well, way. Look, look, I know what you're probably alluding to, Andy, and I, and I think... You know, at, at stages throughout this year, we've talked about it's, he doesn't want to gift a game. No, I understand he that, He doesn't mate. want to gift a game. Oh. But you know what? You said a few weeks ago that he got told, do whatever you want. Yep. Do whatever you want. Yep, yep. Well, you know what? That rule of gifting a game or whatever you want to call it, I mean, I'm sure these guys are trying their guts out in the reserves. But, you know, when you're talking about, obviously we're talking about uh, key forwards like Kerr and <laughs> Mackay, what would it really matter? In with if there's no, how many games do we even find out? We've got nine <laughs> games. Anyway, let's let's say we've got three games to go towards yep. the back end. Yep. There would be nothing wrong with saying to Mackay and Kerr, "You're part of our future. 
We trust you. You're part of our future. You've trust. been going okay. We trust you. you, you we, get, you've been going yeah. okay. You haven't had a ball burster yet. We want you to. But you know what? The last three games of the year, we're going to gift, in inverted commas, you a, three games of footy just to give you a taste of what AFL is all about. Mm. Now, if that goes against everything that they believe in, uh, well, so be it. Because I think these boys need to taste AFL. They need to taste AFL. And look, unfortunately, on the weekend, you know, the reserves had a horror, horror weekend, and Mackay had a clash with Stavro, right? Face plant, face like just like, and split his mouth wide open, and I think he got stitches. How early in the game did that happen? Oh, just before half time right. or something like that. So he he probably had half an hour, forty minutes in the rooms, to be honest. By the time he got out, yeah, he came back on, had a couple of touches, but neither of them had any influence on the yeah, game at yeah, all. Yeah, well, he only uh, kicked about four or five goals. It was terrible. It? Yeah, it was terrible. No, I'll yeah. talk about it later, but it was terrible. Now. Look, I share your frustration. I know what you're talking about. And it's part of the reason why we don't go quickly is because we don't trust our forwards enough, uh, whoever may be down there. And I think once you have some forwards who stay at home and you do trust that you can put it out in front of them and they will lead and do all those things that you're supposed to do, the game plan might change, but... The personnel may may have to change down forward. I think uh, it has to. Oh, I think. And, and mate, look, Charlie's mate, another one. Charlie had a great game oh, on the weekend. Fantastic. He's a chance of getting. He's looming, mate. He's, he's looming yeah, large. Oh, right? Yeah, absolutely. But unfortunately, again for him, is that he's getting a lot of it on the half back line on the wing. And I understand this is great for us, but when you're looking up forward, you know, you're kicking to who? Who are, you, who are we kicking to? Like, I'd love, he took one nice mark and had one good goal. Did Soss have a shot at goal from a mark uh, the whole day? Probably. I don't remember him having one. No. 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 He had a snap. Cruises jagged a couple. You know, we, most teams have a reliant on a particular forward mm. to kick his Three. I'll say three because the good forwards kick three these days. <laughs> we don't have that at the moment, and it's certainly hurting us. You can tell by our scores. Again, on the weekend, 58 to 84 or something rather. Um, but I'll say something on that. Mm. Uh, in terms of round one to round 14, round one, 62 entries for Richmond into their 50. They had 32 shots a goal, 20 goals, 12, kick straight. The weekend they had 61 entries and kicked 11, 18, 29 shots at goal. Yeah. Very similar stats there, although they didn't kick straight. Us, us, we had uh, 41 entries, seven less than round one. We kicked 89 in round one, kicked 58 on the weekend. Mm. Be honest, are we? Are you going to win many games with 41 entries into the 50? Uh, no, of course not. No, this no. is another. This is another aspect. But this is what I'm talking about. Are we getting enough of the? Even though no, it was time in possession, that was a lot of that stat. Mm. We didn't have the ball in our hands for a lot of that time, really. Yeah, no repeat entries. I'll say that they they we gave them the exit ball out of a point that many times. Mm. It wasn't funny. We never got a repeat entry. I reckon pretty much for the whole game, no repeat entries. So the ball goes in. And comes out. Okay, just so how, so how? Other than the fact that they've missed, they've kicked poorly. The conversion rate wasn't great. Do we take anything away from the game from a positive perspective, given the fact that we were still in it, despite that we seemingly we're we're talking about the performance mm. in very disappointed, negative tones oh, tonight. Well, I've said that the oh, third quarter no, no, and no. fifteen minutes of last, we're in that. We're having a so, crack. At so it. how do we do Our it? Our biggest crack was how having, do we do it? 
We just manage. We seem to it was manage. Grunt work. It was just, just like just. Was it cruiser crips? We, was ma- it, was we, simply... we manage. We manage and our gives. defensive space. Gives, yeah, well. yeah. We just seem to manage the defensive Look, space as well. I reckon yeah. we did. A, and we I put reckon pressure we did, on which the I take massive stock from. Yeah, absolutely. We've we've had that part of our game right since round three every single week. Yeah, it's a good. Yep, yep. That that's a that's that's something we can wear our hat on with pride. Uh our midfield is only as good as how fit our top four or five players are from one week to the next. We yep. don't have enough depth. Mm. Uh, Murphy was slightly down. Ed Kerno was injured. Cunningham was out injured. So we, I, we struggled. I thought Simo was slightly down too. And even sort of... Even Doherty. Yeah. Um, he was under pressure. Doherty had a lot of the ball, but it wasn't the Doherty of the previous... Seven or eight, nine weeks. I, I felt that he wasn't. He got it, but he wasn't damaging enough. I felt I could Mate, be wrong. Credit to, I, I felt credit we had to seven Richmond. good players. I, I felt. I really thought we had seven good players, and the rest were pretty mediocre. Yeah. So he, I know. You, I think you flagged. You want to talk a bit about something about this in a minute, right? But the Paddy Cripps reliance. Oh, definitely. I want okay. to say something there. So contested possessions. Patrick Cripps has seventeen. Our next best were nine, yeah, shared got, by Doherty and Gibbs, You got me. Right? This is it. You're going to you do got the me already. Thing. I did the percentage. Clearances. Cripps has 10. The next best, five, Doherty and Gibbs. So <laughs> Doherty and Gibbs are doing okay. The, where's the rest of the team? What are they doing? Lone soldier. Uh, tackles. Paddy Cripps, eight. Mm. The next best, Doherty and Nick Graham, four apiece. Yeah. It, it's actually, you know, if you That's get, a damning it's, stat. It's, a, it's an indictment on them. And you know what? If I was going to be brutal this week... Mm. I'd say have a look at yourself, fellas. In Absolutely. a game, in a game where it was all, it was pretty obvious from about halfway through the first quarter that this was going to be a blue collar sort of battle. You know, in the trenches, nothing flashy was going to happen in this game. It was a side that really was at, that probably in that old school manner kind of wanted it a bit better and was prepared to do a bit more of the harder stuff for longer. Was probably going to win this game. They 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 did it more than us. They had more that were prepared to do it. And the fact that we had so few who were there to support, you know, the 22-year-old kid, I reckon a lot of blokes let themselves down in that regard. Just on that point, and those stats are absolutely spot on, I just put in the percentage term. Right. Uh, You're right. We had 123 contested possessions that we won. He's won 17 of them. In a percentage term, that's 14%. He won contested contested possessions, 14%, right? So you'll, that leaves 86% for the other 20 Carlton players. Right? 86% for 20 other players, because one didn't play, obviously. So you're looking at about 4% each other player on the ground in contested possessions compared to his 14. Mm. Boy, oh boy, you reckon we don't need another bull in the middle? No, of course we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's, 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 you know, when they strip that game back, and I don't know if they're going to highlight that. I wouldn't have a clue what they highlight in, in, in today's football. They go so bloody soft on players, it's not funny. But uh, as a whole, I think that, that team as a whole will look at that and think, shit, you know, we didn't give this bloke enough. Uh, well, I can't look at it any other way, Bagsy. You can you can dress mm. it up any way you like, but mm. if you don't, if you're one of the other players who... Uh, was wearing the jumper on Sunday, and you don't have a look at yourself in your own moments of reflection and review, 
uh, in in that prism, just the hard stuff. You know, just just when it was my time, did I go hard enough? Did I stick the tackle? Did I? Well, obviously they didn't. Well, I don't think they did, mate. I, I... It's quite obvious they didn't. And 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 what's the point of us sitting here and sugarcoating and say, oh yeah, but you know that's not Bocus's go. That's not Smets's go. Oh, that's really not so and so's. Forget about anybody's go. Forget about what they what they do well, what they don't do well. Mm. At the end of the day, if the pill's there. Right, you've got to win it. Well, of course. I mean, how heavy? Put the physical dimensions, and this is probably a stupid thing to say, but if you stood, um, no, stamp Billy Smets or Blaine Bokehurst alongside, uh, yeah, Joel Selwood, right? I'm tipping there's they're about the same height. I'm tipping they're about the same weight. I'm tipping Bokehurst runs faster. Uh, there's not a lot about those three blokes that separates themselves physically. So is it self-confidence? Well... Is, uh, is it a bit of a, I, I can't do that. You know what? It, I, I can't mongrel, beat him. Mate, mongrel. There's not enough mongrel there or something. But right remember there. we said this in internal, pod one. It's an internal drive. The very first podcast we said of a lot of these guys, this is your chance. That's it. This is your chance, Get mate. out of your comfort zone. This is your chance. You can't... Don't, don't leave anything behind. If it's... Get... Put your head in the hole if you have to. If you're going to get knocked out... Um, because you because you've gone you you've dis- displayed and exhibited too much courage, or you've tried too hard and you copped the whatever. Better that, better that than getting to the end of the year and having a bloke go, nah, he played four, one was adequate, three stunk, no impact, ta-da, times up. Better that, mate. Better than you got a scar above your right eye or a chip in your chin, than. Then going, oh, I could have done a bit more. Yeah. I could, I've actually could have done a bit more. You know, yeah. I'll say something that um, you know. It's okay to jump on the cart when everything's going well. In the last two games, everything was going all right. Yeah, you know, against yeah. the Giants and against the, uh, yep. the the Suns, and to a degree, when the team was flying against North Melbourne there and fighting back, that's all good. That's all good for your for your bottom six to to jump on and and ride the wave. But you know what? I'm sick and tired of when that wave is flat. I'm sick and tired of the same five or six we mention every freaking week, right, that seem to bore in, you know, do the hard yards. There's a few blokes there that need to have a good look at themselves and say, you know what, I'm going to put my hand up mm. and I'm not, not, I'm not going to leave it to him or him. I'm going to have a, a dip here and I'm going to try and lift this side from my own perspective. Now... It doesn't happen. You only have to look at our votes throughout the year. The consistency is the mainstream players that we've got in the side stand up most weeks. There isn't... The youngsters are showing potential. <laughs> Please don't take me the wrong way. The youngsters are showing great potential. They're not capable of playing four quarters and, and, and the type of footy that we're probably discussing now. But there is that midstream player there that... The ones you're talking about, Andy, that we don't know whether they're going to be there this year, next year, whatever. They're the ones that exactly what you say is that if you're going to be there, it's up to you, pal. Hmm. It's up to you. Like at the moment, you might be making easy easy decisions for the coaching panel right now. You might be making and just saying, well, geez, every time we throw you in, you don't step up to the plate. So do we sit here as Carlton supporters, uh, never having played at the elite level, never got close to playing at the elite level, do we sit here as Carlton supporters thinking that it's up to them? It's simply a matter of those players wanting to, to go a bit harder and try 
a bit harder? Is it is it simply that? Do, do, if you use Blaine Bokehurst as an example, um, is there more? Is there more? Has he got more to give, or is he? But or was it just a false reality that he was pick number nineteen? That that Billy Smith was the first round pick when he in his draft year. That was it. Just did they just get it wrong back then? Because not every player gets to AFL level and and cuts it. You know, there's plenty of blokes who don't. But you know, do we feel like there's Guys on our list at the moment who are and and these things are always exposed in defeat much more than they are in victory. Um, you know the the glare of a loss shines far far brighter than one of um, success and victory because you know the reasons you get beaten you try to isolate and you're right it doesn't the finger doesn't always get pointed it doesn't very often get pointed at Carlton um, at the same front line five or six or seven that seemingly fly the flag week in week out it does get it does get shone on you know these four or five or six who get their opportunities from time to time and it may have had them at other clubs and they just don't they can't find it they can't find it when the moment's there for them to do something they just don't find it well i'll give you another so one so they just not got I'll, it i'll give you another one who we who get stuck up for last week and quite correctly and so did you had plenty of marks and but unfortunately, let himself down some clangers. Now, again, on the weekend, he had plenty of marks and had influence, kicked two goals, had three shots at goal. That's fine. That's good. Goes in the ruck and does his bit. I need more. Oh, Casbold gave away a stupid 50 at the end. Yeah, I, know, I need more. I need yeah. more. I, I don't think he laid a tackle. <laughs> it's a man of 100 kilos. Mm. How, many, how many does Cruiser lay a week? Four, six, eight? Mm. I don't think Casbold laid a tackle. Mm. You've got to put some impact. He's got 100 kilos behind him. He's got to smash a pack. He's got to smash a bloke. He's got to hurt a bloke. He's got to do more, 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 and more. Right? I'm sorry, but, I mean, I've been very, very uh, lamentable about him. You've been simmering. I've been simmering. So I want more because I'm... His goals at the end of the year will probably get up around 35. I've said that before. He's tracking for 35, which is great. He's, He's increased that. But it's the other facets of the game that he's virtually lost. The, the facets that I thought the, he had under control have gone the other way. Mm. Did you? What did you think about his game on the weekend? I, I'm not not talking about Levi when I say this, but when you look at the actual tackle uh, situation in the game, as I was saying earlier, it was like a Docklands game. The transition was so quick. It was almost blink of an eye, one end to the other. And I couldn't really work out how or why, for whatever reason, it was travelling so quickly. Um, Maybe it was the skill of Richmond to spread and the way that they've Mm. been trained to do that. I don't know. But we were chasing, we weren't even chasing backside. They were so out in the open and exposed to space that we really weren't in tackling situations a lot of the time. It's not even, I don't reckon, I, I hear what you're saying, and I don't disagree with you on that point alone, but I, I think I know what you're talking about, Bagsy. I reckon that it's, it was about having a physical presence in the game. Just make no, it. No, I agree with you. Do you know that. what I mean? Like, make it oh, yeah. known. Oh, yeah, no, no, zero tackles. Yeah, yeah, no. No, no, we, we, didn't, we didn't make them earn enough possession yeah. at Richmond. There's no doubt about it. They, they had it far too easily. But I don't know, once the transition was in motion, how we were 
going to stop that. That's all. Did we have to control space better? Corral? Yes, definitely. Set up some definitely sort of... I, I don't know how better. you do it. Control space better was definitely a facet where we didn't do. Now, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that we had a bottom six players, whether they be young, inexperienced, whatever, who hadn't played enough game at senior level to actually know or have the ability to gut run or, yeah. or be able to... Oh, look, I'm not putting I, it... I, a, I just you know, don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, no, no. Look, it, that's fair. That's it, fair. Happens, I mean, it happens when our bottom know, end is is thin. That's I, all I know. There's people out there that um, want us to sort of uh, give it to Pickett. Well, he's played... Folks, please. He's played six games of AFL football. Six games. He's had a reconstruction of an ankle. He apparently has had three weeks on the track. They've run a. They've got a real a running regime pattern that he has to do. It did it over the three week period where he didn't play any footy. Mm. To me, he looked a lot fitter on the weekend. Oh. He looked like he dropped some kilos, and um, things didn't work out for him. Some are saying he didn't work hard enough. I don't know. I wasn't there. I was on the TV. I watch on the TV. I can't see what's going on. That may be so. I don't know. They've got his GPS. We'll see if he's in the if, if he's in the game. If he's in the team this week, that may not be a suggestion that's correct. But you can't finger blokes like him and SBS. It's they're not the ones that we're. They're not the ones that I'm looking at. To be honest with you, it's more guys who have had. 23, 24 year olds, 25 exactly, year olds. They're exactly and, right. Exactly. You know, guys right. who have been around exactly, for five 100%. years. I mean, I'm not going to. I'm not going to have a go at these guys have played, you know, SPS. I mean, he was lethargic. He looked terrible. He couldn't get near it. He dropped a mark. He was he was shocking. Oh, he was shocking. But so what? So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not here to berate guys in their first year of bloody AFL football. We've got to understand that they've got years ahead of them and you know, Can people it, just not forget <clears throat> about Petrescu Seaton in isolation? He had no preseason, so if he plays, it, it's it's a miracle that he's played eight or nine games, whatever he's played so far. It's actually a football miracle that he's doing it on talent alone. So, um, you look, know, it's another uh, you got to understand as well. They gave him a, a spell plus the buy, mm. so he was actually second up on the weekend, which is is it's it's a known fact that you are actually flat second up after a spell. It's a bit like racehorses in a way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just happens. So there is, I'm not going to give him an out, but that could be a reason fitness wise. Well, so. But his best football. <laughs> Samo Petrescu Seaton's best football is going to be in 2020, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. The guys that I'm talking about and you're talking about, and I think you're on the same page, are the guys that have been in the system for three, four, five, six years, either here or at other clubs, who have got AFL bodies. They've got the miles in the legs, and this is their opportunity and they just have to make more of it. They they have to find a way, and I don't. I can't. I'm not a coach. I've never played at this level, so I can't tell them how to do it. But they have to find a way of making the most of the opportunity that's in front of him. Pick it. If we're a team that wants to be defined by pressure, which you know is what the coach says, and I and I and I'm on I'm on that bandwagon. He had 18 pressure acts. Now, okay, he only had six or seven touches, but if you watch the replay. There were three or four things that Pickett tried. They were they were expressive. 
they you could say they were leerish, you know, that some of the things he was trying. But had they come off, you would have looked at him and gone, Jesus, this kid's unbelievable. What a, what a talent. What a talent. Now, none of them came off. Little flips out the back or trying to flip it over the top, and he could be the one running onto it himself. And he was trying to make the play. He, he didn't have his hand on the footy much, so I can understand the people that want to pot him. But if, he's, if, if the pressure index is what's going to define us as a team in the eyes of Brendan Bolton and his coaching staff, if he's having 18 pressure acts, as are defined by those who statistically you know, collate and log the game, then I would imagine that and that alone is ticking a box. Okay, Jared, you didn't and you didn't and you didn't, but you did, mate. You did this. And have, come and have a look at the tape. 18 times you applied pressure to an opposition player or players that had an impact on that chain of play. So, mate, that's a tick. That whether you want to whether you want to acknowledge that or not, that's a tick. Mm. He's not Eddie Betts now. He's uh, well, you yeah. know, he's not Eddie Betts. So, no. just cut the cut the kids some slack yeah, yeah. for Christ's sake. We've got Adelaide this week, and they've obviously got two small. Uh, I think they've got three small forwards, but two in particular that um, you know, Charlie Cameron and Eddie. And, and I'm not suggesting that he goes Eddie. Would you just give the kid a run on Charlie Cameron as a Go education. And fi- go and find out. Go and find out what it's all about. Would you do that? Or could could you do that? Is that he's got defensive qualities? Is that a bit a too way out? <clears throat> Man him up on him. Yes. Um. Oh, hey, do it. Do it. Yeah. Do it for a quarter. Who cares? What do you got to lose? Mm. Hey, in the VFL two weeks ago, um, Andrew Swallow's running a muck against when we're playing Werribee. This is where I'm. What does Josh Fraser do? Puts Paulson on. He him. sticks Cam Paulson. Now Paulson's probably not going to be a run with tagger. He might who, be. He might be. <laughs> who knows? But we suddenly found out because they did that in the VFL two weeks ago that Paulson's got the capacity to do that. Now yeah. Swallow came into the side off a half a footy and played okay uh, at AFL level the other night. Did what he does, you know. So Paulson did a job on a guy that was in AFL form. Why not try it with Pickett? Give it a go. What do you got to lose? You know, like this who comes ca- back to what you said a few weeks ago about try do whatever you want to do, and I've got a feeling that we might have actually. Uh, I think. Oh, I don't want to say too. Look, I feel like we're trying to. I think I feel like we're trying to pick sides to win. I felt that on the weekend. I, you you talk about the ins that came in on the weekend. Right at the start of this mm. conversation. A bit too aggressive. Oh, oh, that worries me. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I don't mean to be disrespectful Disrespectful to the coaching panel here. Yep, yep. I don't mean it in any way, shape or form. I'm in that, I'm in that zone where I want to see things tried and I want to see things... I want to see really bold things getting tried and they might say they are. I'm not educated enough to see perhaps what they are trying, what they aren't trying. But certainly there's there's, there's things that I, I can think up of that I'd like to see perhaps uh, done that they're certainly not really doing. I mean, we, we need a, a small defender. defender. But, but, but here it is. I'm not saying that he goes down there and he's going to be a small defender. In two years' time. I'm saying just for an educational thing, I think it's great to set... I think 
didn't Pagan send uh, Favol on full back on, <laughs> on that Fraser well. Garrick? That was good. Oh, but, oh, look, I know you what you know, mean. You know that what was I more. Mean, that was that. more. That was more. Uh, you, Brendan, for yeah, yeah, That yeah. was more. That was. You more know what I'm saying. I know mate. what you mean. I, just, th- th- we. I think we need to try a few more yeah. players in different positions just to well, see what they've, you know, educationally, and perhaps you might find mentally what they, how they respond as well. Another thing, exactly. You know, when I wrote, I made a note to myself um, when uh, when Cribs kicked the goal. At the, I don't know with ten minutes left in the last quarter, I said to myself, "Leave him there." Leave him there. Mm. Don't, don't, just, someone else can go get the clearance. Leave Cripps forward. Did they? No. He, he, went, he nearly marked one he, few he, minutes he later. Did, yeah, he did, but the he Liam went, Jones went, popped it up he and did. he got out marked by. He was just out uh, of position. Uh, Grimes, Grimes, I reckon. Yeah. Was it Grimes or Asprey? Mm. It was yeah, one of those two. It was Grimes. Um, it, so, but I, I'm all for that. I'm actually a bit for that at the moment. I think Cripps looks dangerous. I mean, we need him in the midfield. Oh, I mean, it. that's the problem. You're robbing Peter to pay Paul, but. It's a juddy bloody thing. That That's the thing, but. But I reckon, I'll tell you what, I'd like to see him one out in the square. Well, so would I. <laughs> so would I. And he did. I mean, the kick from Murphy was actually beautiful, but he did Martin so Cole. We didn't have any midfielders who were winning balls. No, that's, 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 that's the other so side of the coin, isn't it? You know, like, really couldn't do it. But, you know, the fact Unless that we the, threw Doc there and just said, go for it. Well, you know, yeah, that, I mean, that's what the I fact of the matter is stage. that eight minutes to go, we're 17 points down when Cripps kicks the goal. A minute later, Wright's having a shot from... Just inside 50, gets touched on the line, kicks that. It's 11 points of difference yeah. with uh, seven and a half minutes to go. You reckon the Demons wouldn't have jumped into their brains, Richmond? Of at that stage? Oh, no, no, I was no. thinking the same I was thinking to myself, Don't, we, we could pinch this. Absolutely, we could. No, no doubt. No doubt. It was there. I mean, straight after, uh, straight after half time, you know, the reset's on. We come out, Cruiser kicks a goal, Gibbs misses one. Um, uh, Simo had to Simo had to go for home. He breaks through fifty and he tries to hit up the pass. He runs to forty eight. That was one of the ones that I said he missed. Simo just have a he, ping. Just have a go. Have a just ping. To have the shot, mate. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of that. Now, now look, we're we're probably pissing in the wind here because the the stats will tell you that you know Richmond deserved the win and they and they in the end they got what they deserved and so did we. But it wouldn't have taken a lot. In those little five or six minute periods, to just turn yeah, the turn the turn yeah, the wheel on this one, and that's where I got my uh, second win today when I watched that replay, particularly the third and half of the last. I I'll bang on about it, but that's where I got my sort of second win yeah, about we, the whole match. You did hang in there. There's no doubt. No about doubt about it. it. Go to blackvelvetcoffee.com.au. Use the Carlton Show as the code, and you get ten percent off all retail bags of coffee. If you're a cafe owner. Contact uh, uh, Darren and Jackie at Black Velvet, and they'll do all sorts of deals for you to put Black Velvet Coffee in their stores. Contact them here. Contact at blackvelvetcoffee.com.au. But, Fad, if you're listening and you love your coffee and you're just a punter like us, use the Carlton code Carlton Show when online. Mention the Carlton Show in store for 10% retail, 10% off all retail bags of coffee. It's the I'm, only way I'm to recommending go. the Voodoo Blend too, just quietly. Really? The Voodoo Blend? The Voodoo Blend. I've heard it's the go. Oh, you haven't tried it yet? You've heard. I'm dying to. Right, right. Voodoo. Voodoo. Like a voodoo doll? It's the voodoo blend. All right. Well, maybe we should... St- stick a pin in it. We should do a bit of that with uh, Adelaide this week. Yeah. Uh, th- I, anything I, I else got, from the game? I, you I, I, just, in that 35-minute period that I talked about, it was on the scoreboard, it was 4-8 to us, 5-4 to them in that 35-minute period. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Rolls reverse. It was just nothing in it. Yeah. There was nothing, nothing in it for that 35-minute period. Yeah. But unfortunately... 
Look, it's a theme of the year for us. It is. We, I mean, when we, we have can, a chunk of the yeah, game and yeah, we can't put on, they the, can't board. Put on the school. I mean, board. that's it's, it is what it is. It's not going to change. Look, we don't have the tools. So, uh, so there are two weeks that led into this one where we did turn the volume up to eleven. Mm. We just need that was a. We just got a bit got a bit ahead of ourselves. No, no, no. I, I, as I said, it was incrementally. <laughs> Just disintegrating with every time. Yeah, I, right. yeah. you know, it was the ins and outs, and then it was the game, and it was a Sunday three twenty, and then the injuries. It was yep. it just spelt bad. Just on the positives, you know, I think there's individuals we need to. I'll quickly go through them, but whether we've talked about it, we've definitely talked about one of them. Individuals that I I pointed out that had really good games, and I felt that were in it. Pretty much the whole day. Poor Jonesy was oh, involved all good, day. No, he's good, mate. No, he's terrific. I, I thought he was terrific. One-on-one contests no, all day. Know, fantastic. Yeah. And, and sometimes and he had to be up against Castagna. Sometimes and, he had to butter up in phase two, yeah. phase three. Of Spot the, on, yeah. Yeah. You know, He was yeah. magnificent. Yeah. I, I thought he was good all day. Yeah. Uh, I thought Charlie Curnow had a really good game. Now, this is the second time that he has played on Rance for the season. These two are going to be rivals for a long, long time. They match up really well with each other, those two. I'm, I reckon this is going to go on for seasons. So here's what I want to say to that. Leave him up there. Leave him up there, mate. Like, leave him there. Leave, yeah. le- let him be our target man. And if it means it means a Levi, when you're not doing, we're going to give you a little burst here and there, but when you're not helping Cruz out, you're on the bench. You know what I say and Paddy to that? And Paddy Kerr and or, or, uh, or uh, Harry Mackay, you're in. You're you, in. You know what I say to that? Play Charlie it, when when the time is right and you want to pull the trigger and the, and the the Kuyones are on the line. This is That's what balls, you do. By the way. You play Charlie Big deep, <laughs> and and then and then you release Liam Jones. No. You release him up the ground and you put the heat on the other backman to take the bloody last line. Weeders, Plowman, Marchbank. You guys stay back and defend. Liam Jones is a weapon. If you want to play him up the ground, he will give you lots and lots and lots. Like Rance does, he will rebound uh, down the ground for yeah, you all right, day. Okay. No, I'm not going to say no. When it's it. time to attack. Not yeah. all day. Well, just, he did. Just he did in the last quarter. He does. When he took that mark at, he does. Uh, inside, uh, inside the square. Because yeah. he's, and, a, he's a sea ball, win ball. He will win the ball. He will rebound the ball. He will but, win most but contests. But still looking towards our goal, you're saying? Absol- no, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Still looking yeah. towards Pump our goal. Pump it down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Pump okay. it in yeah, there. Yeah. All right. In that role, I don't mind, but not with our goal to his back. No, and I don't want to And then forward. if you push him yeah. up, put Doc in the middle. If the midfield aren't doing their job and can't do it, push Doc up into the ball. In their defence, the coach's defence, they tried eight de- eight defenders starting mm. at bounce. Yeah, they, they, they did a bit quarter. of stuff. They did a bit they, of stuff. They, they, they yep. did some stuff yep. there. And, and this is not a coaching bashing thing by any stretch, but uh, they certainly tried some things that actually worked. That third quarter, we got rebound from um, from from the bounce downs in the middle. Uh, Sauce came through, took a handball from um, Cripps. I think Thomas did the same. Doherty did the same. So they were running off that half bank, back line, just trying to get things going for us our way. Mm. Unfortunately, we had no time in forward half. No, no time no, in forward no, half no, at all. No, we couldn't no. keep it in we, there. We didn't have any structure. It's just coming no. straight back out yeah, again. Yeah. And that's again what we said before. No, Nothing no. deep enough. Um, the other one was Crips. We've talked about Crips. Cruiser? Yeah, good. Good. What uh, about Lee Matthews? Even old, did he have a senior's moment right at the end of the game? Well, the, he wasn't sure whether he'd beaten Nan Kerbis. What is Lee? Oh, I didn't hear that. Oh yeah, no. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure which 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 Ruckman actually had the better of the day. Are you serious? <laughs> 
And Nan Curvis got that bullshit free kick yeah, in the last oh, yeah, minute yeah. where he, he held Cruz's arm, right, and drew the free kick, which was absolute rubbish. So his goal came in the last minute of play. Oh, Cruiser had four shots of goal. Just on that not? subject, I, w- yeah. I want no, this. Lee, Lee, Lee was... I want this. I want this recorded once and for all. Mm. Umpire number thirty, Mister McKern- McInerney, yeah. no good. Shit ass. He's no good. Right. He, he was one this, responsible this an for official, all the inconsistencies. This is an official gecko comment. Yeah, that's all right. McInerney, no good. Number 30. Been watching him for years. Around 14. Right he on. Has, Episode 19. He has no Bang. idea. Gecko goes. Gecko. Ladies and gentlemen, Stick keep, it right up keep your eye on him. He's yeah. no good. No, I was going to touch on umpires <laughs> on a more... Uh, <laughs> Taking you a while. No, I, I, I was just... Look, I'm glad you mentioned it, but I was more going to touch on umpires from a general point of view that I felt they were extremely inconsistent the whole day but for both sides. For both sides. How bad was the Nick Graham out of bounds? You don't agree. I think they are. Did you see the Nick Graham out of bounds? Oh, shocking call. But Terrible. I, that, was, that was him. Terrible. That was him. It was horrific. Yeah, well, um, that's a Malacca decision. But they are, they are week in, week out, game in, game out, quarter in, quarter out. They are. They just... They are inconsistent. Nah, this guy's the number uh, one. The Trust rule, me. The rule. You got him pinned? Trust me. I want no to watch this He's done about 500 games, Shane McInerney. He's so no good. I'm going to watch him. Well, yeah, no I just good. think that... Razor Ray oh. has two. He was no good a long time no, ago. Number 22. Yeah. You're on 22, mate. The hands in the back, oh, right? The hands in the good. back, Casbolt took that mark, kicked that goal. Should have been paid against him. So I just want to be the, the the man that doesn't say, oh, right, oh, you're not going to blame umpires yeah, for the shot. defeat. But terrible yeah, decision. Terrible. But here's where this, this is where the game's been uh, overcomplicated for them because Rioli puts the flat of his hands in the back of whoever it was, Dale Thomas, Yep. takes a hangout, right? Yep. Oh, no, free kick because you can't put your hands in the back. Levi throws his forearm into the back of Asprey, and, pushes. And, and, the, and the left. The left, oh, the left was okay. open and whack. I reckon it, it seemed to me that it was mostly forearm. Okay, right. I watched it three times. Well, so that's bad, I'm probably. But because the forearm was there with the oh, hand. If the forearm's fine. Yeah. But he put but, the hand in there as but well. don't tell me you can't push a bloke in the back with your forearm. Of course you, you can push a bloke in the back can. with your forearm. It's hands in the back. I know, but they, but what they do... They've, they've oh, been, sorry, you had one hand, sorry. Given, oh, maybe been, maybe yep. it's one hand against two hands. They've been given these cues. Look for the cue. If you turn your right... Like the Simpson... The free kick that Fasolo got... Oh, here I go. Nine weeks ago against Collingwood, where Simo... Oh, yeah. Remember that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, Simo, yeah, Simo yeah, turned, yeah, turned his yeah, head around to see yeah, where his bullshit. opponent was. Absolute bullshit. Well, they gave that free kick away because he, took his eye off because the ball. he looked where his opponent yeah. was. Oh, so a defender's not allowed to look where his opponent is right. anymore? Absolute garbage. So it's these cues that these umpires yeah. are given, yeah. and the minute their brain goes, cue, tick, free kick. They, they, don't, mm. they don't have a sense for the game. They, don't, they haven't played the game. They don't know the ins and outs. They don't mm. know the tricks. They don't know when a player's cheated and when he hasn't. And that's why mm. if you if you want to worry about umpiring, no, you won't be no, able to go to no, 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 no. You won't no, be able no, to go. No, no, I'm no, talking no, about no, brain no, no, explosion no, no. mentality. Yeah, I'm just yeah, talking about enough. nonsense. The Fair way enough. I I'm felt was, and look, I was there with a the mate watching it, and we were, bem- we were flabbergasted. At some of the decisions getting made throughout the day for both sides. And I want to be fair. I want to be fair in saying for both sides, right? I'm not just a, a, a bashing the umpires no, 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 fair enough. for yeah. the one side. But I'm saying like both sides. Fair enough. Um, uh, and the last one was, uh, uh, what did we, we, 
uh, Gibbs. Oh, he's magnificent again, mate. He wasn't his. It wasn't as you know polished and as he wasn't in in GWS type Nick, but uh, in Gold Coast type Nick. But mate, what, what I feel like I'm a broken record with Bryce Gibbs. So one of you two lead the Bryce Gibbs bandwagon today, if you want to tonight. What did you make of his game? Uh, I thought he was a little bit slow to start. I think a lot of our blokes were slow to start in the first first quarter, even though we had it on the board. I don't think anyone was really imposing themselves yeah. on the game. It was a measured, it was a measured start, I reckon. By yeah. Us. Yeah. I, I, I thought a lot of our blokes warmed up, particularly after half time. But um, I think the most complete, the two most complete games of footy were, were clearly. Uh, uh, Jones and and uh, Cripper for me. Okay, right. Um, the VFL. I didn't. I haven't seen a minute of it. I was down in Geelong, calling uh, an unbelievable game of footy in the end down there. But so I haven't seen the VFL. I'll have a look at it during the week. Um, no, I think you better not. Okay, I won't watch it because I, I saw think, the scores. Ticking I don't over. think you'll Nothing be watching to... that game in a hurry. Uh, look, the, the the depth the depth is getting pulled up into the seniors. We got it. So this this goes to show you you're only as good as your best team, and and, and it's happening at both levels now. But. We've lost Phillips. Yeah, massive loss. Had no Ruckman, no Gorringe, no Phillips. And, but and the midfield in terms depth. of depth, you're right. But there were still twelve Carlton listed players in that team, and four mm. rookies. Okay, that's sixteen. That's enough. That's enough to be competitive. So what that what that shows me is leadership. We, we don't have enough. So who were they? The the guilt edge leaders. Who were the, who were the establishers? Palmer, uh, Dennis. Uh, who were the other senior blokes out White. there? On the, White. Who else were there? Bunch uh, of kids. Oh, yeah. Paulson, Christian Jacks, Buckley. Jacks got reported. Buckley should have been taken. He should have taken uh, on. Yeah. Sheehan, McCready. Byrne, McCready. How did Byrne go? Got through the game. No one, no one nah, did. Nah, mate. It was nah, a bad game. It was right ter- terrible. Right terrible game of football. Um, and... When we turned it over, they did exactly what the Richmond seniors did. They just ran it down. Are they going any good in the VFL? Oh, just behind us, not far. We okay. we had two games in hand. Uh, we'd only played eight. There's some sides have played ten. So how many have they got left? <laughs> <laughs> I know we can still get a game in hand. Oh Jesus! Uh, but uh, no, we're coming up to round. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'll, it, it was a really bad game. I'll, I'll give you a stat. At quarter time, it's two goals four apiece. Sixteen. Okay. So we started, all right? <laughs> yeah, right. End of the game, it's 115 to 31. Hmm. The rest of the game, it was 99 to them and 15, 15 to, us. to us. It's interesting because a few weeks ago, we were proclaiming how great the synergy was between the first and the seconds. Mm-hmm. They play the same style of football, the same structures. They use the same methods. They have, um, you know, captains on each line of the ground. Um but now those things have been eroded to some extent. Like we've had ASOS and we've had Liam Jones generaling the back line. They've now been, you know, for whatever reason, brought into the ones. Yeah, we've, had, we've had midfielders like Cunningham no and, and these types being poured into the ones. Yeah, no, no, no. Look, look you, and they've, they've all right. been drawn yeah, up we, by six players, yeah. you know. Six makes players, a huge six players, six players. It makes players. a good difference. Yeah, it, yeah, it makes a deal of difference for sure. What, what was pretty obvious looking at the game Saturday was Richmond played Sunday. in a, in the, sorry, in the Sunday game, the Richmond play exactly the same way as the seniors are trying to play as well. Their transitional game was much better than ours, the outside game, and they were hitting up 
their men beautifully on the rebound, uh, really nice skills and clear, incisive moves inside the 50 and bang, bang, bang. It was, it was much smoother and easier to kick goals for Richmond. Everything was hard work for Can us. Can I just bring something up about um, something that someone said on the weekend about um, if a bloke was to go down with concussion early in the game, can we have a player substitute substitute for that? This, now, this has to happen. Yeah, just 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 bear bear this in mind. Every week at the moment, we have one player that doesn't play a game of football, be it VFL level or AFL level. And I, I presume that happens with most clubs. Mm. Hang one out just in case there's something goes on in the um, oh, you mean for emergency? Yeah, yeah, yeah. emergency. So. Here's the thing. <laughs> Do you have four on the bench and a sub? At least there has to be. A at sub. least, at least, if something happens, that player is going to get some game time, and he doesn't hang out playing no football at all for the whole weekend. Yeah. Um. Look, it's just something that I thought about on the weekend when someone said, "Oh, oh, you know, there's got to be a, a, a substitute brought back in uh, for the for the." for the concussion and what have you, I was sort of thinking to myself, oh, now that sounds ridiculous. That's going back to what we had. But then I thought to myself... It has to happen. Every, well, every week a player misses a game happen? of... Well, every Does week it affects the game too Well, much. okay. Well, two weeks ago, we only had 61 interchanges because we lost a bloke early in the game. We beat the top side. Yeah, but statistically that might happen five times out of eight. Geelong, I don't know. Geelong, knows, Geelong on the weekend... You but, can't tell me it doesn't... Drastically Geelong, affect Geelong the game. on the weekend lost their captain in the first 45 seconds. They lost a key halfback flanker before halftime. They lost... So uh, you're not a fan of the sub rule? No, no, I'm just saying... I, I know no, what you're going to no. say. And they won. The, they, oh. came, they came from four goals down and won the Look, game. There needs but to be, pa- there six, needs kick... to be parody. Nah, nah. Otherwise, or, it's not a true nah, contest. I'm not, I'm not, nah, oh, nah. okay. All I'm saying, Andy... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not for it. No. Nah. I'm not I'm for disagree. it. Oh, you can't Andy, cover... Andy. You can't have a contingency... For God, everything in this game. Painted on. Um, can I just say something? Well, you, want a, you want a substitute player, do you? I'm asking you, well, I'm if you were an a player yeah. at a club who missed out on a game of football, uh, VFL, AFL level, and just sat it out because no one got hurt in the warm-up, mm-hmm. all I'm saying is, is there the opportunity for the AFL to look at four on the bench... And a sub. Well, he's still, like the twenty third. Well, he still might miss the, a game of footy. I mean, if you're only worried about that well, guy I getting some game that. time, I understand that. More often than not, that guy will still miss a game of football. Well, more often than not, someone so comes off saying, injured in, so a, in a game of footy and doesn't play for the rest can, of the game. That guy can come on as soon as the bike gets injured. It's it's got to be an injury based out. No, let me sub in. let me comment. We have an independent medical person mm-hmm. saying that that person is officially concussed. So you're saying only for concussion? And you only say I'm for talking about concussion. Only for concussion. Absolutely. Mm. Concussion. Uh, I don't know. Oh, you need to think about you, that. You've got your arms How long have you been thinking about this? Well, I think everybody's starting to talk about it now. Uh, uh, the concussion rule ties your hands behind your back. You have no choice in the matter. That is true. The, no, man that is is, true. the man is out of the game on medical advice and you have no other comeback. So you're what just, happens in a grand so final? Guess, five minutes guess into you're the only saying concussion only. Oh, I think specifically for really? concussion. Like what if not? No. Not general injury. That's just no, run because of the concussion milk. rules are. You can put a bloke out there with a broken arm if you choose to. 
Right. But 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 what's what's yeah, stopping okay. what's stopping a guy from doing exactly what Hooley did to well, somebody who, in a grand final? No, nothing. And there's no there's no recourse. No, nothing's stopping him. Other well, than the fact that he's going to be he'll be. Well, you know, you're doing that. There is recourse. You go and whack him and put well, him exactly. out of business. Bring and back then the and bloody. Then, and then they whack him, and then he yeah, and, and then you're left with the nil all draw. Beautiful. It's there to be done. I mean, if you want to play the game. look, it was just a yeah, just a thought. Anything on the long sleeve jumpers? You got to say what? Apparently, uh, Howard Howard Cotton. What did he say? You know Howard Cotton. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Had a little crack at the Blues. What did he say? For wearing the seven of us wore, wore the long sleeves. What does that mean? Oh, he said it was a poor look. What? What does it mean? No good. What We're sends off a bad message? We're soft. A bad yeah. message for wearing long sleeve. Someone actually Howard Cotton actually raised that. Tweeted it. So did Dave Hughes. What? What, what's, what, I don't understand. What, oh, mate. Is, does it mean you don't like the cold or something? No, I think, um, I think the implication is you're soft. Yeah. But in what well, regard are Peter you Hudson, soft? Peter well, Hudson, Peter well, Hudson. just on how. Peter Hudson wore long sleeves every week. Michael Tuck wore long sleeves every and week. And so did soft, Sauce. Soft, are they? What? Soft. How? Billy and Dave, you soft, are they? Mm. Now, listen, if you're going to criticise blokes, criticise them for their footy, okay? Bryce Gibbs was our third best player on the weekend, maybe our second best player. Uh, having, a long, good, having a good season. Long sleeve jumper? I'm pretty uh, sure Long sleeve jumper. Sure uh, long sleeve yeah. jumper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. I'd be okay, wearing right. long sleeves. Yeah, and just... What just, a load just, of absolute just, bullshit. Yeah, if, just, you, if, you, if, you, if that's where you're going in your own brain and you're trying to pot a team's performance because of the clothing they wore... Mm. Well, next they're going to say, oh, we've got too many man buns in the side. That's what they'll say next. Well, you know what? Give ha- me a spell. I mean, please, <laughs> you know what? open your brains I've up and think I've about it. it all Jesus. You know what Howard's last name is, though? Cotton. Howard Cotton. Yeah. No, he's a great Carlton man, Billy. No, I know. I mean, I know. Oh, look, Jesus, he, might have been, he might have been taking the piss. I hope he was taking them. I hope he was. I'll tell you what, they got stuck in him. I'll give you the tip. Probably oh. so. I don't, right, know. Well, I that's don't understand what your, how your mind works. If that's what you're thinking about. Well, neither do I. And yeah, thankfully, why, why none of us you, can. Why would you tweet it, for God's sake? Well, sakes. thankfully, none of us understand it because it means that we we don't think that way. I don't know. There'd be like the hundredth yeah. thing. Oh, and any, any drama on the Richmond gear and the Carlton gear? Oh, Steve <laughs> What's this? Jesus Christ. Oh, so Mark Stevens puts out a tweet. I love Carlton Richmond games, great suburban footy. But that'll be the last time we ever see them wearing their traditional jumpers against one another. <laughs> Clash of jumpers. <laughs> hey. What? So Richmond's got a dirty big yellow stripe down the back of theirs. We had white short. We don't have a black yellow stripe down there. Their black wear blue. We wore white shorts. They wore black shorts. <laughs> and <laughs> someone who is <laughs> look, Steve is a good man, but why he thinks that's an issue? Did uh, anyone detect confusion in this game? Oh, I certainly didn't. No, what, neither what, did I. What, 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 did someone no, spike the drinks with LSD this yeah, weekend? Long, long jumpers, yeah, and long jumpers, clashes. the clash of jumpers. My and, uh, God, why did you go and ruin what has been a perfectly nice yeah, night? Don't. Why'd you bring Sorry, those? Guys, up? I, I thought it was. I, I thought it was nice to get stuck in. <laughs> I, I love. I love whacking them. Right, I votes. Oh, now I'm in a bad mood. Uh, votes, Sorry, please. Mate, I no, didn't it's all right. No, 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 no. No, no. I didn't bring it up to do that. You should bring them up. These are things that you should bring up. You go. You go with your votes, please. Uh, okay, I got Crips with four. Undoubtedly, our best player tried everything to get us going. Unfortunately, didn't have a lot of mates. Uh, Gibbsy three, Charlie Kern I gave through three. Um, is there a chance for the? 
I reckon there's a bloke from the Gold Coast doing okay. Okay. So Charlie Kerno three. Mm, Cruiser three. Doherty two. Graham two. Uh, Jones two. Then I gave just, oh, I was very soft here. I gave Murphy one, Simo one, Thomas one, Wright one, Casbolt one, and I potted him, but still. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. That's how, that's, that's how soft I am. And and Weeder in one. Again, I don't know. Weeders. Weeders. Oh, I, 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 I watched the replay, and I, and I honestly thought that he was better than what I thought the first time, so okay. I slipped him, for, slipped him in for one. He got a bit of the footy. Anyway. Yeah, right on. Go on. Uh, okay, four votes to Cripper and Jones. I rated them equally with uh, effort. Big call, and, big call. And three votes to Doc, Charlie, Gibbs. Two votes to Cruiser, Simo, Nick Graham and Sosa. And one vote each to Thomas, Wright, Casbolt and Plowman. Plowman. Okay, yeah. Right, yeah, right. Yep. Oh, I, made, I, made a note in the show, I made a note in my book that um, as one of the positives... The way Marchbank, Plowman, and Jones held up the three—I thought the three of them, uh, alongside the two veterans, um, Simpson and Doherty—I thought the three of them held up really well. I know Plowman didn't have as productive as they with ball in hand, but I think defensively, I thought he held up. So I, I give him that. He doesn't get a vote from me. Uh, four for Cripps on his own, eight tackles, ten clearances, seventeen contested possessions, twenty-three pressure acts. I've started looking at pressure acts now. Defined by pressure, it's in the back of my brain. Jones so, is the king, mate. Team high. No, Murphy had the team high. The Murphy, one percent is in the stage. No, oh, the one no, percent no, is, no, 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 is pressure, pressure acts. acts. Same things. Uh, no. <laughs> no, it's not. It's different. It's different. I don't know. I do. Uh, four to Cripps, three to Cruiser, Gibbs and Jones, two to Murphy, 26 pressure acts. Doherty and Charlie Curno singles to Silvani, 20 pressure acts. Simo, and I thought Nick Graham, uh, we haven't mentioned him on the way through. You gave him two votes. I gave him two. I you did. Gave him two. Yeah. That, that kick inside 50 to Charlie Curno was exquisite. It was beautiful. It was, it was exquisite. Beautiful. And it was a kick that we weren't prepared to make exactly. often enough. Kick it to the right side of the contest. But give, out, give you good for, you know what he did? He trusted, Char- he trusted Charlie Curno. It was a beautiful if kick. If I put this in the right spot... Charlie Kern, I'll do the rest. That's and that's what it, <laughs> I'll go back to trusting your forwards. And he did. Uh, so Silvani Simo and uh, Nick Graham got a vote for me. Um, that's it, boys. We've managed to bite off one hour and 24 minutes of people's lives. Even oh, oh, Silvani story, I'll have to wait for another one. Well, well right. Neville Nash is going to be very, very... Uh... Use the Carlton code Carlton Show when online at blackvelvet.com.au. Or mention the Carlton Show when you go in store. Say it really loud, and you're going to get ten percent off all retail bags of coffee. Lovely. Did I mention uh, Vince from the? <laughs> Not that type of Vince. Uh, quite a while ago, I gave a lot of people a bit of a mention on uh, this show. Oh, all you this started this. At the yeah, start, I did, I, no, but I, I botched up. This you have w- dropped off. I did, but I still get along with them. Um, I botched up this one fella's surname badly, really badly, and he sort of had a. Not a crack, but we've been talking privately on Twitter, and he's a really great bloke. Yeah, he's a great bloke. Great bloke. I think um, we'll be having a beer with him for sure. He'll be at that night, 100%. Perfect. To you, Vince, I'm going to give it one more crack. And if I don't get it right from one wog to another, we're going to be in trouble here. Vince Brancatizano. Oh. If I did not get that right, Vince, you can slam me. Brancatizano. I I reckon I got it right this time, my friend. So uh, thank you for and happy birthday to Jazza on Saturday. Of course it was. It was on the twenty fourth. Jazz, you said uh, that you don't normally do this, 
but we don't normally do it either. But happy birthday to you, son. That's it, folks. Done and dusted. Adelaide this week. Uh, funnier things have happened. Dust ourselves down. No, no, no. Just get on Let's with go it, again. Hey, we've said it go a few, again. We've said it a few times this year, and they haven't let us down. The week after, you find out a bit, mm. I reckon, and this group will, I'm pretty confident, will stand up and deliver something. Whether it's a victory, mm. I'm not going to declare that, but they'll stand mm. up and deliver something. It'll so. be an interesting game, and we haven't let ourselves down. We didn't let ourselves down on the weekend. I, I thought we did, but we actually didn't. No, good. Uh, we'll see you next week. And they will know that they've been playing against the famous old dark It's impossible to ignore the throbbing pain of wisdom teeth. So, fix it before it's too late. The team at Dental Lounge are wisdom teeth experts and with everything handled in-house, they can quickly get you back to living without pain. Dental Lounge can even organise comfortable payment options for you. Pay nothing up front or select 12 months interest-free. To find out if you're eligible, just tap the banner. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.